What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's podcast. Podcast. Beats, Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Our guest runs black music for one of Alphabet's most recognizable brands, YouTube. I'm a little conflicted because in my career, YouTube was one of my staunchest professional competitors, but I digress. He's been on the forefront of black music on the global tip, leading the charge at companies like Revolt, Spotify, MTV, and BET. More important than all of that, is his recent induction into the dad gang. <laughs> On this episode, we welcome in the homie Tuma Bassa. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know, I feel like I, I just became a made man. <laughs> I mean, if you, fatherhood. La cosa nostra. Yeah. <laughs> After you do your first diaper, then, then Los you're Los officially... nostra. <laughs> Yo, uh, so, so how old is your son? Right now he's seven months. Right. Oh wow! Yeah, so so super still congratulations fresh. are in order still. Yep. Yeah. He's a, he's a pandemic baby. Mm. Mine too. My my boy. I have a, my second child. He was born. In the <laughs> conceived. Pandemic. Also conceived during pandemic. Also not conceived, but okay, born. Okay. He, he's a year old. Oh, uh, my my the, uh, the pure pandemic conceived. <laughs> <laughs> and from farm to table, yeah. <laughs> farm to table pandemic. <laughs> so what? What's that? I mean, that's interesting because I I think that generation either is going to be really hyped about that or they're going to be like depressed about it because uh, you know it's such a tr- crazy time for everybody. How do you see it? Well, I, I think they're going to be hyped about it because we're uh, home more. So 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 if so, if I was thinking about like my own father, like. He was always at work or, you know what I mean? Or when I was a kid, he was in graduate school. You know, there was a time he was overseas for a little bit, like trying to get money for us to come to the States. Like, you know what I mean? So what happens is, well, um, um, he was at school, but at the same time, you know what I mean? Trying to get money for his kids and his wife to come to the States. But what happens is, so I was thinking about it. And then my own grandfathers were pastors. So they were always... preaching at other churches or, you know what I mean? They were always out. So I, I was thinking about, I, I go, I'm, I'm Mr. Outside back in the day, right? That's how I used to keep up with music or to keep up with the culture. And I didn't really, I, even living in New York, I, it was more of a crash pad than anything else. And then during the pandemic, we moved down to the DC area for that reason, because we were having him. And I was like, and I became Mr. Inside. And I enjoyed it. That was the part I didn't expect. I enjoy, I enjoy working from home. I enjoy... Uh, going upstairs and uh, you know what I mean, uh, uh, playing uh, around with him a little bit, or 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 surprising him. He, here's my 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 uh, um, footsteps, you know. Mm. Yeah, so I think I think I think it's gonna be good because they're gonna get more of us because they can. We weren't out because we wanted to. We were out because we had to, you know. And but is it something you think it's something bad that we all get used to it and, and it's not gonna last? Uh, yeah, that might be a problem. There's one, one but, the, but the, there will be some permanent shifts in the culture. Right. Whether it's workplace culture, 
and and the the need to be physically because like look now the technology you know what I mean is mm -hmm. is is video conference technology uh, etc as all, all of this developed even during this time and it will continue to develop, it's become part of our culture right, right. so 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 some things will stick some things will not but some things will stick you know and everything so yeah you're right when when, when that's when that time is over it's gonna be like ah but like, but it's better than before that's for right. sure you know? like, like right now you know i was used to traveling a lot pre-pandemic and and you know i've been home the baby born been with both my kids a lot at home no traveling i did maybe i did one one trip post quarantine for drink champs and i have and now i'm i'm starting to look at traveling again for the need because i need to go out there and do you know yeah. do things for work but I, it's like a sense of like anxiousness and, and nerves and fear. Like, oh man, I'm gonna leave my kids and and you know I'm gonna go out into the like. It's not even for me. It's just leaving them now. I'm I'm, I'm anxious. I'm nervous about it. So separation anxiety. Yeah, man. There's a comfort yeah. in being home as much as we've been lately. To know yeah, that your kids are right there. You know, the kids feel it too. The kids definitely. I mean, the older they get, I mean, I, I think we were talking maybe two weeks ago, and I and I did like a first trip in maybe a year and a half and I hadn't because I hadn't been going anywhere and I and, and it went for a real quick one but as soon as as soon as I told my son that that uh I was going the tears welled up you know he just he was like how long have you known about this why didn't you tell me soon <laughs> you know all that kind of stuff and so he was definitely um he, he was put off by it we, we we went to Houston. I had to do that. We did this uh, a Black Music Month partnership with Breaker, the app Music Breaker. Yeah. And so I had to do an in person sit down with Toby Nguigwe, right? And uh, my so my wife and I used that. It was the first time to travel. Is my wife and I used that as a as a test to see if he could travel because Houston wasn't too far. Mm. And uh, and the cool thing about it was Toby Nguigwe is one of those artists. That shows his kids in his videos. That he's always with his wife, etc. So, so that that may have been kind of it was a successful trip, and 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 even the work part, you know, is is it was like very fat. There were all these kids. There was a whole room full of kids. It was like a kitchen full of kids while everything was taping. So that was kind of maybe it was like a a, a false a warm up. You know what I mean? Right, it was yeah. So perfect. It was so perfect. Too perfect. Yeah. Too perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Right. The one, the, the one of the artists that actually his family's part of his identity, right? right? And, and, and um, but it was it was successful except for on the way back where um, his ears started acting up on the plane. Oh, yeah. We didn't know. We didn't. We didn't. We never. We, didn't, we never thought about that. The whole leg from it was a layover in Atlanta. The whole leg Atlanta to DC. He was crying. He was good the whole other time. Like and then because the ears started popping and we didn't even think about things like that. We we then would we everything else. We we traveled to Italy a few years ago when my youngest was she was two, one, something like that, and her that we were experiencing the same thing. But what we did was we gave her her bottle, and she would suck on milk or whatever she was drinking, and that would alleviate the pressure. Mm. And it kind of solved for that for that issue. So next time you're on a plane, and if your son is Bing drinking, Bing. get that or or a binky or something like for them to like have that suction, and that mm. that should help. No, that's that's a good. Well, we ended up not 
I, I went to LA by myself for that reason. <laughs> you were like, like abandon ship. We're not doing that shit again. <laughs> right. and, and, and everybody could tell we were first time parents because the whole plane was looking around like you couldn't stop it. We were all apologetic, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then yeah, they're yeah. like, this is your first child, right? I was like, we're like, yeah. Like they could tell. Yeah, you, know? you were you, you were those parents. <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, those parents. Right. It, it was it was like panic, like oh my gosh, and it, it, it wasn't gonna stop. You know, wait till your kid starts it's, kicking the seat in front of them, and then you have to answer uh, answer the call. No, <laughs> uh, uh, th- th- that's when the African in me is gonna really like emerge. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like with the threatening eyes, and uh, you know, like wait till we land, wait till we land. You, know? you, you, know? you haven't noticed any um like social anxiety in your son like my my son oh. he he definitely is like a quarantine baby like when we take him out in crowds he freaks out well that well that happened to us what happened was when we all started getting vaccinated like all, my wife has a lot of her college friends who live out here and then all of them got fully vaccinated so it was like okay now it's safe to socialize so the plan was all the and they all have kids right like like 1 year old 2 year olds etc Right. We go over there. It was the first time ever he was around uh, non-relative uh, humans because we, we didn't allow people in our house. Right. You know I mean, during uh, the quarantine, we, 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 we just took no chances. When it came to COVID, we took no chances. We go over there. He's sleeping on the way. It was in Virginia. And sleeping on the way, we take – he my wife takes the thing. And all these people are like, oh, because they've seen him on Instagram. They're like, oh. <laughs> He looked like this and <laughs> went bananas. Yo, this dude was like, his name is Ermias, right? So Ermi, he just like went ballistic. Like she had to be taken, like crying. We had never seen him cry that way. So what you experienced, EFN, is that what happened to us? Yeah. Is he cried so hard. My wife had to take him to a different room. He had to nap, then come back and ease into... The, the other humans, like non-family humans yeah. that, that visited. So we learn our lesson uh, the hard way, like uh, with a, a big social gathering, like, well, semi-big, you know, controlled. I'm know? wondering if this is something, though, that will affect them long-term that we don't know about yet. It, it will. But, like subconsciously, but, all it means, you know? but But you have to remember something. Social behavior is, is, a, is a learned skill. So we just may have to put in a little bit more effort like we can't take things for granted that they're just going to automatically uh, be able to uh, coexist with other kids or et cetera. And also you, th- we talked about outside is back when we were young, we played outside, rode our bikes. We were like, you know what I mean? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, totally it, different time. Yeah. These kids play video games. They socialize on, 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 on PS2. Uh, I don't even know where it is. PS4 now. Five. PS5s. You know what I mean? Et cetera. You know? So, so, so the, the way they socialize or, or on, uh, is, is diff- Roblox is just different, you know? Get ready it's for that different. shit. So, oh, the Roblox. Yeah, so we have to learn how to, we have to adjust and, and overcompensate maybe saying, hey, this is etiquette. This is how you, this is how you interact with other cultures. This is how you interact with other kids. This is how you respect your elders. This mm-hmm. is how you, you know what I mean? Things that uh, it was easy for us like that, you know? Yeah, right. We're leaving our own our fear, like just pandemic speaking, like, you know, we we end up putting our own fears on them, like travel, for example. I mean, my, my son is is eight 
and he's always been gung ho about going on a plane and traveling. And but because he knows that we're hesitant about, like, yeah, maybe not. You know, we've talked about going and and doing some some traveling where it requires flying on a plane, but we're not really there yet. We're like, eh, I don't know. And and he's definitely picking up on that and he's making it his own. It's like, yeah, let's just drive somewhere. Cause I don't really want to get on a plane. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, I just, I just came back from, uh, so I drove from New York down to Miami with, so I'm, a, I'm we're a family of five. So I have three kids, 14, eight and five years old. And so we rented a, a Tesla SUV because I was afraid that gas shortages were going to hit this summer. So I was like, yo, I got to get these kids out the house. Let's mitigate all risks. And we did that. But the interesting thing was, like, I, I highly recommend road tripping because it sounds scary as shit, right? You got five people cramped in a in a car for yeah. an extended period of time. Like, it, it can get crazy. But... Yeah, I, I feel like we grew so much, and so we went away for 18 days. We kind of paced it out real smooth and stopped a bunch of places. We actually stopped in Va Beach, not too far from you, I, I assume. But um, but the growth, right? The, the panic around pandemic stuff led us to it, but the growth in sharing that voyage, I thought like it's hard for me to even describe how many things we learned about each other and kind of grew and and the beauty of family in that context. So highly recommended. But but you didn't have to change diapers though. Nah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's different. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Yeah, yeah, because this one he's like, you know what I mean? That's why you need. That's, that's why you need the hatchback <laughs> and the uh, and, and the and the porta potty. That's why you so. need this. We'll, t- we'll talk <laughs> right. about this Dude, later. What, 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 what is that? That's the dad bag, bro. Oh man, I need one. You get the wipey compartment right here. Look, I, I don't want to make this an infomercial. Hey, no, 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 we'll, no, no. We'll talk no, about no, it later. I'll send you one. I'll send you one. Don't worry about it. I okay. got you. I'll, I'll, I'll email you the info. Or send me the link, etc. Because you know, one uh, you know. I, I got you too. I, I, yeah, I, I'll support. This is no, this is we a, got you. We got no, 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 no. The way you support is by loving it. If if you love it, and if right. if you hate it, I want to know too because that's helpful. Um, that's well, the, well, you know something so you know so interesting you you showing me that is now when I'm out I'll be looking at like uh, other people's sprawlers and you know what I mean like yo it's, excuse me what, what is that <laughs> it's a it's a bob I'm like oh wow and then I'll go on uh, Google it you like the rapper she's like I've seen that I already know about that etc cetera, etc cetera. but <laughs> you start seeing different things like you're like oh like wait what is that yeah you know, yeah yeah a, yeah a baby yarn oh, like, oh ah, that's cool wow. There's nothing like bringing different people together than being parents. Like I've the same thing. I'll be walking, and then a parent, or like a random person that I probably would never talk to in life, be like, "What kind of stroller is that? Oh, I, I like that. Oh, does, does your kid like this toy?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt." Yeah. I, well, is I think there's that that bond or that understanding because we yeah. all want the best for our yep. kid. So if we could pay it forward, you know. Yeah, the two, the two the two icebreakers are either weed or kids. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, kids for me. This kids for me. Yeah, I don't smoke either. So yeah, 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 I don't smoke. I don't smoke. And, and for the record, because my mom might listen to this. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't in real life, but I'm saying for the record also. Like, <laughs> so Tuma, take us back because you have a very interesting come up story, right? Uh, you know the African roots aspect of it. 
that, that whole migration journey. You mentioned your father and your grandfathers, um, them being pastors, your dad being, you know, I, I don't know what field he ended up in, but it, it sounds like he studied in multiple places. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's a professor in Alabama. Oh, oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yep. So, so how does how does Tuma Basa end up at YouTube? Like, what's that journey like? Well, well, for, okay, I'll start backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like start Nas, from the beginning. Like, like Nas rewind. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Start backwards. Start with YouTube. Well, Leo is the one who brought me to YouTube. Okay. And everything. So Leo became head of music, and then he just he just wanted some someone when it came to black music that we just do it right. Like you know what I mean? It's like because everyone has to do it, but now it's about being kind of uh, culturally accurate, making sure sure that everyone's benefiting you know so uh so so the leo so that's how i got to youtube before youtube i was at spotify so i was the head of hip-hop at spotify which um at the time playlists were coming up and streaming was coming up so it was kind of perfect timing almost right uh and uh so rap caviar get turned most necessary all those playlists i used to curate and and before that, and and that and, and Spotify is a Swedish company too. So yeah. that was that, that was very interesting. You know what I mean? Working right. for a company that was owned by um from you know what I mean different culture, what different dominant culture. Then before that, Revolt that was Puff who called. He was like, "Yo, Playboy, what are they saying about me over at MTV?" I was like, nah, "They're not saying nothing." I was like, "Yo, they better be scared." Yo, come on over here. So, you know what I mean? Like, like so 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 there it, it was a, a, a team of us Roman Dukes, Whitney Gelbenta, um Andy Schoen, Andre Haral, the late Andre Haral was our vice chairman. Um uh RIP Andre uh is is where revolt so we helped launch that. That took like a year and a half to launch, and so I was there in LA. And before that was 10 years at MTV 2012. Wow. Programming TV jams, KGB. We we're talking about that. Is um, uh, jams and sucker free on MTV too. A part of the time, uh, doing things like artist relations, label relations. Well, that's what they call it YouTube too. But but we had no choice. That was our what we had to do there. And um, and then before that, in the nineties, the late nineties was uh, BET. So music programming department. That's where I started here in DC. And then in 2000, Stephen Hill moved us to New York, and uh, before BET, so that, so that's how we got to New York. That's how I got to New York. Mm. 2000, because 106 and Park was literally on 106th Street and Park Avenue, right? Like literally, Metropolis Studios was, which later on afterwards was Dave Chappelle show shot there. A whole bunch of stuff afterwards, right? When when they moved to the CBS building, uh, downtown, Midtown, and before that, I was in Iowa, and Iowa oh, school. School. Yeah, so I went to school. I went to school in Iowa. So, yeah. so tell, tell us. No, before that, Utah, but I don't like talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why not? You don't like talking about Utah? Now we got to yeah, talk about like it. Talk about it. I, I, that was the Twilight Zone. I, 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 I erased those. I don't even, that's it. I didn't even know my, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Damn, it really left a bad impression. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I, I hated it. I hated so, wait, it. so you, you came from Africa to Utah? To Utah. Zimbabwe to Utah. Oh, oh that's Zimbabwe. why. Yeah, okay. I was, you know what I mean? 19 what, what, years what, old. What, what age? 19? Yeah, I was 19. I was okay. just about turned 20. Okay. But I did my first year and a half of college in Zimbabwe. Okay. And then I transferred to the States. 
you know. So I got here before my parents got my, my parents were still in Zimbabwe. They came like two years later with like the, the, the job I was telling you about in Alabama and everything. So mm-hmm. I was I got here on my own and then I was in school in Utah because I had a good deal at BYU. I hated it. Isn't it Utah where the Mormons are at? Factual. Yeah, heavy, the, heavy Mormon, right? Yeah, very very heavy. Well, at least the part I was in was very heavy Mormon. Like, right. you know, and, and no black people. No black people. Even like one time. One well, time, you were there. Well, that's the thing. That's the JJ Walker. Remember? Yeah. Walker, good time. JJ, he came into the stand up and I went there with my roommates and he was like on the stand up. He was like, I hung out in the black community today. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. I was, you know when you're in a comedy club and everyone's looking at you? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> and the one black dude in the community is from Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another thing because no one would understand what are you doing here? Like, you know? So they said, I was skinny and then we said, do you play football? You play ball? I'm like, no. Do you, do you, do you, I don't know like you play football because you had a good football team. Right. You know what I mean? And then I used to, I used to get stopped by the cops all the time and I never oh. did anything. Like literally one time, I and I, and I just told the story. One time, the two cops came. Uh, it was uh, uh, um, my boy Jamal was talking to this lady, and this is the '90s, so we, you couldn't just like boop, boop, you know, block right. the car. So I go. So he says, "Yo, I'm talking to her. I give him privacy, so I go back to the car because he's giving me a ride to the airport, but it's locked, and I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to like block. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't want to be that guy." So I just waiting by the car like this. Some neighbor calls the cops saying suspicious behavior. They sent two cop cars for me. I didn't even know they were coming for me. Like, I didn't even know. I was just like, yo, like, uh, like, oh, this is for me? Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. Luckily, and especially nowadays, they weren't bad cops. Luckily, they, they asked the question. The, then the woman who Jamal was talking to is a white woman came out, they were, they were apologetic when they saw they got it wrong, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is some neighbors, right. et cetera, et cetera. So luckily they didn't come, like, crazy. Uh, some, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I may not be here. But what happens is right. uh, the the woman, she starts yelling at them, and then Jamal's like, yo, you know what? Like, you're, gonna, you're making it worse. It's over. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, we're going to go to the airport. We're going to go to Salt Lake. It's over. And she's like, I can't believe this is still happening in 1995. And, oh. blah, 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 blah. You know? Man. <laughs> yeah, and here, yeah, and so here we are in 2021. I don't even, I erased that. Like, I erased talking about Utah from my, 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 I was there a year and a half, three semesters. Wow. You know? So, so tell yeah, us a little PTSD bit. PTSD from Utah. Yeah, yeah. You, you see it coming out. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm telling you one of the stories. I'm just telling you one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And were you were you raised in Zimbabwe? So I was born in Zaire, uh-huh. and then which is now called the Congo. My, my, I'm actually from Rwanda. My family's Rwandese, right? Okay. But my grandparents uh, fled to Congo, which is now Congo Zaire, in, in the 50s, and then on both sides of my, my both sides of my parents. The, the, it's a, it's a, that's a whole another history story. Then in. Uh, so we moved to the States. My dad was in grad school in 1980. I was five. And then, and then we lived here for eight years. And then 88, we moved to Zimbabwe. Hmm. So 88, so I was 13 when we moved. And then, so I did all my teenage years in Zimbabwe, all high school. You know, and, and ironically, that's where I 
fell in love with hip hop. That's the, the irony that I had to go from. Right. And when I came to Zimbabwe, they were asking me about hip hop stuff. Like I remember this guy he passed away named Rodney Salas. He was like asking about Kumo D and Curtis Blow and all that stuff. And I was like, yo, I know Fat Boys. I know <laughs> Fred, Fred, Jazz, Jazz, whatever got on MTV. Uh, Run DMC. Yeah, I, I didn't know <laughs> nothing. You know, so what? there that's where, uh, ironically, you, did you know the what knowledge. I mean? I got d- d- dug a lot deeper. You know? Wasn't there wasn't there a group on Hollywood Basic called Zimbabwe Legit? Wasn't that the yeah, name it was of the? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think, and I think they, I think they, they had that they had to go overseas. Yeah, but yeah, there was Zimbabwe Legit. But, but I, I only know about Zimbabwe Legit from here in the states, not from there. Yeah, is uh, my boy Justin Prager he used to program the box, mm. so he used to always uh, talk about them and everything. You know, yeah. You, you guys remember the box, I'm sure. Yeah, hey, yeah. That's not DJ Justin Time. Yeah, Justin Time. That's my, yeah, ho- yeah, that's yeah. my homie. He's from out here, from Miami. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah that's the yeah, homie. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, box. Yeah, yeah. The box so, was so over he, there on on Collins Avenue. Yeah, and he used to love t- talking about the Zimbabwe legit. I'm like, okay, yeah, no one's going <laughs> there. Like, because like, you know, there used to be a group called Piece of Ebony, and then in uh, South Africa it was like Prophets of the City. Yep, yep. I met um, them. Well, I met DJ uh, Ready D. Yeah, and then and then they they they, they have like the. There was another song, Bubblegum in My Afro, that my brother used to have on cassette. It was from South Africa. The, the, the scene at that time was still very young. You know what I mean? The, act, the actual scene part. I used to try to rap. I, I used to rap. Beat from a B. You know? What's up? That Spitz. was your rap name? Beat from a B. And I was mad when I heard about BNGB. I was like, man, she took my name. Like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo re- redeem yourself right now. Spit, spit eight. <laughs> Just quick eight. Yo, you know what's funny? I, I actually wrote a song. To my son. Let's hear it. Oh, oh this is no, no. Uh, yeah, Come on, world world premiere, man. Like, We're ready. Wait, yeah, think of <laughs> us as the text my wife. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, text your wife. Ask her world permission. Premiere. World premiere. <laughs> Let her know it's going down right now. Hey, hey. Uh, this is this a uh, like a, a song slash poem I wrote in my journal and everything. I don't know if your hands are free or anything, but I can't get up stairs right now. Can you bring it if possible? Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love I love how he positioned that whole conversation. Please, thank you. Very soft and timid. I like so we'll that. Do, here's how it'll work. We'll do it now. And then we can put... Like if I wanted to get, you know, I have to be nice. She has all the power. Like, you a smart man. We'll premiere no. it on the homepage of YouTube. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Go figure. We're programming Tuma right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. So, but, 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 but I, 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 I wrote it. And then uh, one day, you know what I mean? Because I started like writing and stuff. I wanted to document as much as possible. You know what I mean? So that one day, you know, you can think, so I've been writing a journal and everything, you know? So, something that uh, I can't remember the guest, so I apologize if he's listening. Um, actually, I think a couple of guests have mentioned this. They've started Gmail accounts for their kids. Oh, that's deep. Early, yeah. real early. I did it for my daughter after that episode. Oh, it was Adam, it was Adam Fool we were talking to. Adam Fool. That's deep. Yeah. And then you just start writing things to them, and then eventually they get to read all of it when, you know, when they're of age. That's, isn't there like a Tom Hanks movie where he was like video recording for, he, was, he, he had a terminal disease, and he started video recording lessons, like how, this is how to shave. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like a deep. But I like that Gmail idea. I might do that. There you go. I mean, that's... but but Gmail. Oh no, that Gmail wouldn't do that. Gmail wouldn't do that. Cause I was thinking uh, my early Hotmail days. I can't access any of my old. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, no, you locked out. It's a wrap. Yeah, locked out. Like, yeah, and then when I finally got in, it was like some other stuff. It was uh, uh, like, spam. Like spam. It was like spam. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to the nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, yeah, but so Gmail come, would do that. Gmail, Gmail's, Gmail's a lot more. It's official. It's official. Yeah, come, it's coming official. from where you were raised and raising your son in the States now, what kind of, I guess, cultural differences in parenting or things that you, you're pulling from your upbringing that, you, that, that might be lacking in kind of the, the U.S. form of parenting? You know, that's a very good question because that's a big part of the reason we relocated here. I live in Silver Spring, Maryland, which is right on the D.C. border. And my wife, is she's Ethiopian. And so that's part of the reason we moved to this area because there's such a strong, uh, huge, um, like, African diaspora population, right, here in D.C., you know? So, mm-hmm. so, so it, it's normal, you know what I mean? So, like, we know... This is home now. We're not. This is home, right? So it's like if he's gonna grow up, he's, that when he grows up, he can feel a little normal, like you know, because there's other second generation kids of African, right. and then and then his cousins. He has cousins here across, like just a few blocks away. My my cousin, his his boys, etc. So we want to keep as much of what how we were raised, you know what I mean, as possible. But you all, we all know how the American generational patterns go. I'm, I myself, I was, I was born overseas, but I'm so Americanized, like, you know what I mean? I'm so assimilated, whether it be hip-hop culture or corporate culture or, you know what I mean, tech culture, whatever. I'm so assimilated. So uh, uh, his, um, his grandparents, right, and then visits going back home. And luckily, we're in a, a financial position where when things open up again, we can at least once a year or once every two years go back home. So he he is fully exposed to right. those cultural norms and is able to go back and forth. You know, like I I, I always call it intercultural um, competence, mm. right? Or which leads to cross cultural capacity. So intercultural competence is you're able to go back and forth. You don't. It's like it's like somebody who is able it's like to being go to bilingual. Yeah, well, the, that's the linguistic part of it. That's right. The linguistic, part, but there's also uh, uh, things like how to handle conflict or how to uh, uh, understand intention or that this isn't somebody's character. Somebody's not trying is this is somebody's culture or, the, right. or this is how they communicate or this is what they celebrate or these are the religions that they believe in or you know what I mean? Like, like or how deep it is to them. So when you travel or when you deal with like a lot of diverse people and so we want that in him. So the, the places... In North America, they have that. Toronto hmm. and D.C. Like Silver oh. Spring, Maryland. You go to Silver Spring, Maryland, you got all kinds of people. Toronto, you got all kinds of people. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like Toronto is like, you're like, you know what I mean? Like, like I'm not talking about just black, white, Hispanic, right. etc. I'm talking about details. These are Somalis. These are like Sri Lankans. These are like, you know what I mean? Filipino. Like, super detailed. Like, and they have that, that direct connection to their... Um, the the, the 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 foods they eat or the slang is specific to their community or you know what I mean is yeah. is 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 the uh, rituals or cultural traditions you know the way that you know how uh, uh, like bar mitzvahs and stuff like that you know what I mean that's a very specific to 
you know? Yeah, like, I learned that about Haitians. A lot of Haitians in Toronto. My Haitian friends are all oh, like, yeah, I go to Toronto and there's the festival, the carnival, and this and that. I'm like, damn, is the Haitian population like that over there? In Montreal, too. A lot of Haitians in Montreal. Yeah. Like, a lot in Montreal. And what, and what are what are some of those cultural norms that are important for you for your son that you want you want instill in him? Of uh, respect for elders, first of all, right? That's is big. That, is that, yeah. yeah. So okay. so the, that's the, the the for the first part. Yeah. Uh, it is uh, it, it also is also in like Rwandan culture. Is, it, it, women have a very big part of the culture. Not in every culture is like that. Women are, are big decision makers. They're the very even Rwanda's the, the the number one in the world, not in Africa, number one in the world in terms of women female members of parliament. You know what I mean? Mm. But I'm, I'm just that's just the, the microcosm to show you how the culture is this. So 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 incorporating in that, that respect for women as well in terms of uh, um, uh, uh, like like equal standing like you know what i mean you, you know yeah. you know i don't have to explain yeah, yeah. like right. that type of thing there's that uh is uh history and oral tradition when i was 13 my grandfather taught me all my ancestors i had to memorize them like going back to like the 14th century but which wow. is ironic i'm saying that our culture is very respectful to women where i only memorized the male ancestors yeah, well, hold on but, yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying there's contradictions too. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, there's sometimes cultures are good at one thing, but they're you know what I mean? But they lack right. in something else. Is there's that in the history? My mom's very big on oral tradition, telling stories, etc. About you know where we're from because it gives you a sense of pride, and even in the face of adversity. You don't believe it. Like you, you trying to tell me that I'm less than, or you right. trying to tell me that I'm no. Yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about, right? Right. So that gives that solid, like that foundation. That's why history is so important, and because now I'm confident. Now I don't care if you try to um, uh, come at me. I'm gonna work around you. Like that's right. your law. You know what I mean? Like you don't know who you're dealing with. Mm. So, so there's a history part. I wanted to know about uh, uh uh oh this this is a very very important part is is a lot of especially in africa the, the culture is very um it's not individual it's very uh, communal right so i just had a conversation last week with uh, um uh masai ujiri right i'm not i'm not name dropping this was part of a series <laughs> no you just did you just did <laughs> and, and then so in that conversation i asked him about the black tax right the black tax is when a black person becomes very successful. Now, now they got to take care of their hood. Now they got to take, you know what I mean? Like the right. family is paid for everything, etc. So it makes it difficult to accumulate wealth or it makes it difficult to um, uh, like be competitive because you have that extra uh, uh, burden. Uh, burden. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Burden. Mm. Like, like, but you know what he said to me and I, and I, and I said, Oh, this is deep. He said, no, that's our culture. We take care of each other. Mm. You cannot look at it as a tax. That's our culture. It's communal. It's not individual. It's that we think of our community first, our family first, etc. So I want that part of, of the culture to not disappear in terms of like, especially Africa, where, where, where it, like with my wife, them, they eat on the same plate. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. and they put, uh, in Jeddah, 
mm-hmm. and then they put the the the, the dorawat or the you yeah, know it's a communal, the, communal plate yeah, right. and they eat on the same plate with their hands etc you see what i'm saying and, and they even have something called so deep they have something called gorsha gorsha is when when you is when you want to show someone that you care about them like a, it's like a, you know it's like a, like your respect like you know it's like a gesture take food and you and you feed them you 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 put some jera and you feed them and that's and it's not a romantic thing it's a it's a it's a gesture of friendship you know what i mean so so i want him to maintain that part that you don't get so caught up in america's home but you don't get so caught up and so assimilated that it becomes individual it becomes me and my nuclear family and this and i'm not concerned about everything all you know what i mean like don't do that don't do that that's not our culture like it's, you know it's so it's so interesting you say that cuz i just i i contrast what you just said with like hip hop culture and so if yeah. so, if if we was in a room i don't know in a listening session and i picked up some jello and try to put it in your mouth you probably would be okay with it but like i don't know in some random dude's mouth there's a fight <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no problem. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, 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 yo, if I if I was in a drink champs taping, I woke up to Nori. I'm like, yo, hold that. He'd be like, yo, what's up, dog? But you know, it's funny, but that's that says something about America. Also, European space, people like their space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where in Africa, it doesn't really matter. Like somebody else just be like really close to it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Mm. It is is in Congo in Zaire, men can actually hold hands, and that all doesn't mean anything. Like you know right. what I mean? It doesn't mean any. There's no. It doesn't. You're not making a statement. But but the reason I'm using that as an example is because of the space thing is that when you're intimate or you're close, you know what I mean? You putting your hands on somebody of another man's mouth is 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 a violation. Right. Not necess- It's not not necessarily in a in a in a uh, ignorant way. Is you're now you in my space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you're in my space. Like now you're in my space. Right, and and, that, and so that's a part of the culture there, like where you can have a lot of people living in one house. You know, like you have three generations living in one house, and, and there's no no one's complaining. They're, they're they're thankful that somebody is providing that shelter. You know, that's so dope. T- tell us a little bit about your dad, and t- I mean, it, you're you're still yeah. you're still early in in fatherhood, but tell us a little bit about kind of what you've gleaned from him and his relationship with you and what you try to carry on with your parenting man you know it's funny is my dad is the reason i do what i do even for a living right my dad was very very passionate about music you know and he collected music he was very um very uh knowledgeable and 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 so what happened was oh does my wife ask me about the the poem yeah let's get that let's get that uh, so what happens is, um, so my so my dad is the reason is he's the best dad ever. I have to put that on the record. Also, my my dad is the greatest dad. I don't care what anyone says about their dad. Um, he was very uh, the way I communicate because he's a he's a teacher, he's a professor, so he, he likes to share knowledge. Like you know what I mean. So his his way of communicating, he wants you to understand. So I get that from him. Like I'm not even gonna try to. I get that from him, and and that's helped me so much because I've been able to have a lot of relationships because people know that I want you know what I mean them to to uh, like quote unquote get it when we speak. We're trying to connect, like right. So mm-hmm. I get that from my dad. 
Um, and he, 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 he was, oh, thank you so much. So let me get this. Of course. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, world premiere, 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 premiere. Yeah, yeah, you know, wow, yeah. that's nice. That's a nice journal. The other thing about my dad is he was very close with his dad, and he took care of his dad till his dad just passed away like two years ago. It was like 97. Wow. And that model of the relationship is is I, I I took very close notice. You know what I mean? I, I so I, I I love that. And then that's another thing about hip hop is is when in, when I was coming up, all the songs were like Edog, the Bulldogs, yeah. like Be a Father Your Child, or My Biological Didn't Bother, or you know what I mean? It was all like very dark. You know what I mean? Right. Like and 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 I used to always listen. I used to listen. Like oh man, like you know what I mean? Like I, I, oh, yeah. Okay. But but it changed. But it changed though. Like it changed. It became like Will Smith, just the two of us, and Nas rapping about Destiny, and Eminem yeah. rapping about Haley. You know, it changed. It changed. And now with social media, all of us know who Blue Ivy is or Northwest. Because <laughs> hip hop has matured. It's 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 it had oh. to evolve in that direction. Big big. So my my dad. Uh, 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 was always thinking of us first, and then and then when I remember when he finished school, I'll never forget this. He he, he finished graduate school in 1986, and he used to take us to the rec center to play basketball, right? And I, I I might be too old to you know what I mean to to you know but like at that age. But what happens is, I remember thinking like he, he had more time, and he used to take us to play basketball at the rec center. And I remember thinking this, I remember very clearly, like, yo, he's a pretty cool guy, you know? Because before he was always busy on his on his typewriter. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Doing his dissertation or, you know what I mean? And I, I'll never forget that. Oh, I think, did I freeze? Nah. No, no you're good. good. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, but I, I remember I remember very clearly. And then and then Zimbabwe, uh, I used to see his relationship with the students. And, 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 and yeah, so, I, yeah, my dad's just a cool, he's just a cool dude. And he's and he's young, you know. Like his spirit is very young, you know. Oh, I got it! I found it! I found it! Let's do it! Hold on! Wait, wait! We need a proper, proper introduction. Let's get an air horn. Let, let, let me read it too. Let me get the cadence. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, you want it because I feel like your voice is more melodic today. You want to properly okay, introduce? Okay. No. All right. Yeah. There we go. E, do you want to do a mixtape? Do introduce it. Nah, go ahead. Just kill it. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Wait, get closer to the mic, though. Get closer to the mic. Okay. Yeah. Closer to the mic. Okay. All right. So let me let me do it like this so you can see. You spit up, spit up. Every time I go in, pick up, pick up. Bounce, bounce, bounce. You hiccup, hiccup. Baby, please do not cry or sneeze. When you breathe, I hear you wheeze. It scares me to smithereens. Your nostrils, your mama cleans. No small, so she uses this thing. A bastard from Sweden. Uh, not Silver Spring. We raising you up to be a king, and it's only si- been six weeks, baby. Please, like, hey, yo, hey, that's kind of hard. Right? Oh, <laughs> I'm with it. Everyone's man. That was like a freestyle kind of thing. You, you know said I mean? you said he was six weeks when you wrote that. He was six, six weeks old. Yeah. Literally. Oh wait. There might be another part of the way. So so uh, can I do it one more time? Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do okay. it, man. Um, e on the beatbox. You ready? Well, no, no, because I have a whole <laughs> I have another. Because I, I wrote, because I didn't write it all together. 
Because now I have P now or forever hold your P. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, got, I got all kinds of. Wait, wait, wait. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. So this is, I wrote this one. He was six weeks old, January 30, 2021. You spit up, spit up. Every time I go and pick up, pick up, bounce, bounce, bounce. You hiccup, hiccup. Baby, please do not cry or sneeze. When I when, when you breathe, I hear you wheeze. And it scares me to smith the reins. Your nostril, your mama cleans. No small, so she uses this thing. A bastard from Sweden, like uh, not from Silver Spring, because we're raising you up to be a king. And it's only been six weeks. Baby, please. Let's so say I saw, oh man. I mean, what was the context? Why did I write this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we're unraveling this now. <laughs> no, but, 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 but this is the deal. But this is what, this is, this is what else I do, like, right? Every time I have to do a task, like change his diaper or whatever, is or, or even when he had hiccups, I got the hiccups. Holler if you hear me, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or when I'm burping him, like the Rihanna song, burp, 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 burp. Oh, that's a good one right there. Or, or, you know, or when I'm changing his diaper, they'll be like, wipe me down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I have to, what was this morning? This morning, uh, uh, when we when we changed a diaper, I was like, "Okay, I reloaded." Like he has a new diaper, you know. There, there was wait, there was a, wait, there was another one. It, it, oh, he likes to put in his toes in his mouth. So I'll be like, "There's some toes in, in your mouth. There's some toes in your mouth." Uh, is oh, wait, what's that? What? Yo, you got this. Is a mixtape that you can put they'll, together. They'll pick. They'll pick up. He'll pick up on it too. He'll start oh. repeating that stuff and and. and no, trust me, there's a, there's a million of them because the, 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 there's a million of them because what happens is this. The, the reason why is it, it keeps me enjoying it. You know what I mean? Like the tasks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do so, the same. So, I do the same thing. I like uh, my, my, and I'll do it with my son now and he'll pick it. Like, for instance, like his, his, uh, his favorite song right now is Scenario from Tribe. And so, oh, when, so when we're talking, like, he'll, if he has to cough or we're talking about coughing, he'll, we'll do like the, <laughs> Like a dungeon, oh. you know, or the or, or whatever. I forget what the line was. Um, the here damn. we go. You gotta do the here we go, yo. L- late, lately, I've been a, a dance hall DJ around uh, around my daughter, and so she's all around saying, uh, "Like Lord of Mercy." She'd be like, she like, <laughs> she'd be like, "Shaba," and like she and she, and she goes around saying it all day. <laughs> well, it, it, by the way, she she's she, she gonna remember that when she's older. Like it's gonna be like a nostalgic, you know. Yeah. Well, my my son did a DJ camp last week. What? Um, just like time out. Around, Wait, hold DJ on. And, and mixing and stuff. How the fuck? Where where does that come from? You know, there's there's people out there putting these things together. I mean, it was cool because he, you know, he he got they got a controller and he was doing so they they they, they took a video of him like doing his 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 final project and the the teacher was like, okay, so he started cracking up. He's like, all right, he's gonna be mixing. Tribe Call Quest, the scenario into Murder She Wrote by Shaka Demons. Oh, that's hot. Wow. <laughs> and so, he, and then the the, the, the instructor was like, "Yeah, he's got quite a uh, uh, interesting older, <laughs> you know, like uh, palette of music." <laughs> so that, that that's that's hard. I I I, 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 I need to learn about a. a when he gets older, maybe you know, like, DJ you know, he's, he's he's seven months old, so I I can't expect it'll be uh, unrealistic to expect him to you know what I mean to DJ before he crawls. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> don't plan too much. Just kind of take it in stride. DJ toy for babies though. You got to check it out. Those cuts 
has different hip hop beats and does techno beats, whatever you want. Well, he, he likes Coco Melon. You know Coco Melon? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, you put the Coco Melon, the thing that goes Coco Melon, and all of a sudden <laughs> he's like hypnotized, like, you know? And then the other one, the other song he likes is um, Jungle Books, Bare Necessity. Nah, nah, mm. nah, nah, nah. It's on YouTube, it's on um, yeah. Disney UK's page. Oh, everything. Okay. Yo, before yeah. before we get out of here, Tuma, tell us what what is the biggest like surprise for you in entering into fatherhood that you weren't expecting? Ooh, um, I the, the cautiousness, you know, is I I I I, I, I like to live life, you know, what I mean, like kind of you know day to day, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But then I get these little fears. I'll, I'll be like opening a a water bottle and they'll say uh, warning cap is a small part and poses a choking <laughs> right. hazard particularly for children and I'll be panicking I like, oh my gosh I can't keep these caps you know what I mean like things that would never trigger me before mm-hmm. right all of a sudden I I, I I become like hypersensitive you know what I mean like, yeah. and, and, or, 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 or I see something on the news or whatever and then all of a sudden, my, my mind is just flowing with, yeah. well, what if Ermi was in that car, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Et cetera. And, and, and so what happens is I start understanding my own parents more. I, I know this is a cliche, but when I was older, and I'm like, you have nothing to worry about. I'm good. Like, what's, what, like, what, like even as an adult. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, oh, like, man, I did not expect that to happen. I, I, I thought I was just going to apply my day-to-day improvised freestyle flow of life you know what i mean into fatherhood right and and um and not allow these type of things to kind of i don't want to say trigger me but it's like whoa like you know what i mean like i i i almost it's like a defense mechanism to, you know to to react almost you know i feel you we, we've all been yeah. there <laughs> we're still yeah, we, there we're well, still we there. had uh, a couple of years ago maybe two years ago we had angie martinez on and we were started talking about that kind of paranoia that we have right now with the younger kids and just always you know being worried about stuff and she assured us that that will never go away uh (laughs) it'll just it'll just turn into uh you know when they're older we'll still be worried about them but it'll be with you know about other things so we we have that to look forward to yeah, I I, I I I I didn't I didn't expect, and also you know the other part of the upside of that, I didn't expect to love it so much. I'm not gonna lie, like I thought I was gonna love my baby, yes, and I, and I will always, but I didn't ex- I, I didn't expect it, not I expected the things that we were talking about earlier, like changing diapers or putting him for mm-hmm. a nap or or you know what I mean, even back in the early days where he would wake up in the middle of the night. I expected it to annoy me, not annoy me, but to like work, like like a right. to do list. Yeah, but but I, but I love it, and I feel like I'm built for it. And I'm like, damn, I should have done this earlier. Like you know, <laughs> that's you all know? right, man. You just got to play catch up. You got to have at least two more. No, no, oh. stop it, man. That's not my own decision. And also, I, I take a lot of photos in in, in general. Mm-hmm. Now I'm I OD I, and I don't mm-hmm. post them because I don't I don't want to OD on social media and I don't want to I don't want to make them like an object like yeah, you know what I mean? right. like, 
like yeah. so social media I'll, I'll celebrate the milestones or something cute happens that i have to like share with the world but uh but 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 i take so many pictures and take so many videos i just kind of save them from my like family group chats you know what i mean like my yeah. my my, my, my his, his, his maternal grandparents my parents my, my brother my sister my cousins you know what i mean so i kind of save them for those type of things that i take a lot at od right like <laughs> And then I remember somebody was telling me, they're like, I can tell you're an older parent because you uh, Google Gaga your kid. Oh. You know what I mean? so, so much. <laughs> you're like, you're like a grandparent. Like, in the way you're like, <laughs> I never thought I was like, that. Yeah. I, I, me neither. I never thought of it. He was like, I can tell you. Because I'm, I'm 46 years old. Like, you you know see? I mean? Yeah. So. I'm excited. I'm like, yo, I can't believe I have, I have a kid. Like, I, I lived a whole lifetime. Like, you know what I mean? I got a kid. And, and then, and then, so I'll be like, ah, like, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know? Yo, Tuma, man, thank you so thank much you, for, for joining oh, us. Thank you. Oh, no, I can, I can talk forever. Like, no, no, we need to have you back, man. We love it. No, please, please, you know? Yo, and I'm going to hit you, I'm going to hit you with this. So no, stay no, tuned. Thank you. Stay tuned. Hello, thank, thank you. Yeah, I know the, the dad bag, you know what I mean? Like now even, you know? Yeah. Make you, next, make you, it looks fly too. That's the cool thing. Well, funny enough, it's called. it's called Fly Dad. That's the brand. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, so yeah. so you'll see. Yeah, that was just, I, I, was just, I was just saying what I, you know what I mean? I was like, wait, actually, because that's the other thing about parenthood is like you don't want to compromise you know what right. I mean? Yo, you like the spokesperson right now. That's what we talk about all you the time. did your commercial. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah because, well, because I don't want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, especially especially hip-hop culture and the, and the music industry, which is so youth-driven uh, by youth culture. Youth, yeah. Is that you I want to discredit style. myself. I don't want to discredit myself. Don't think right. I don't know, like, what's yeah. going on. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm older, and I'm in a different generation, and I'm a different stage of life. Etc. But don't think you know what I mean. But I don't want to discredit myself. Right. Like, you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. That's. I mean, you yeah. you hit it on the head. That's how this started. Like we got tired of the the market is saturated for women's stuff. So if you're gonna take a bag out for your kid or for you, it's usually the mom's bag. So now you got an option where it's something hopefully that you think is fly and then it's functional as well. Hmm. But I'll yeah, let you. I'll let you see for yourself, and then you you let us know the play by play. No, absolutely. Right. I, I, I give the feedback like that hardcore. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what we yeah. need. That's what no. we need. All right, Tuma man, you take care, right, bro. Thank you, thank right. you, brother. Right. Appreciate you, Thanks, always, man. man. Thank you. Peace. All right, I'll talk to you. Have a great day, man. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.